Welcome to the Broncos Unfiltered podcast for Monday the 27th of February. On this week's episode, we discuss big signing news involving Broncos players. We look at our 30-man squad as we head into round one. And we finish it off by giving our predictions for season 2023, including the Broncos award winners. Okay, let's get into it. Maguire, he spins in the tackle. Lockie is standing in behind the play of the ball. They go to him now. He has T.O. coming with him. And the Broncos off all the pressure. They score. They play him in front tonight. It had to tell. They kept pounding away in the Dragons line. And eventually it's T.O. who gets across. Well, the completion rate tonight has been excellent. 11 from 11 for the Brisbane Broncos. G'day guys and welcome back to Broncos Unfiltered. I'm Shane, I've got my mate Chris here and Chris, man, what a week for a Broncos fan. What a week indeed, Shane. Uh, mm. Not a great week for to be a Broncos fan and we shit didn't house. even play a game. Uh, shit house week for the Broncos fan. Uh, the average Broncos fan, of course, not uh, including the players, but let's go... Let's go through Herbie Farnworth first. Herbie, Herbie, beep, beep, Herbie, beep, beep, signed with the Dolphins um, starting from next year. Yeah, so last year he signed a 12-month contract extension to take him through to the end of this year. So I guess it was always a possibility that he would hit the open market. Uh, to go to the Dolphins, though, is... Um, mm. I guess Kicking a little bit frustrating, but mm. we're going to see more of it. We, we, we're we're going to see more of this happening, I think. Well, um, the good news for, for Herbie is he doesn't have to move house. No. So. And and that's why I think we're going we're ultimately going to see more of it. I, I think, yep. you know, obviously the Broncos over the last few years, they've been struggling, you know, only making the finals a couple of times and all that type of jazz. But... Um, being a one-team town, you've always got that you, your family settled. You don't have to move, mm. but now all of a sudden there's a there's another club, you know, yep. um, on the north yeah. side of Brisbane, which yep. with with a great coach, uh, you know, although they're they're only just starting out and they're building things, there's certainly, you know, some interest there, and and people will go. I think players will will jump ship. There's a vibe happening up at, uh, well, it's not even up because it's there's no name for it still, the <laughs> Dolphins, but um, yeah, around. There's, def- there's around, yeah. Around. Um, the Dolphins definitely are starting to have a um, uh, an imprint into Brisbane, um, especially for those who are coming from interstate, overseas even, who want the Brisbane lifestyle. Um I mean, now there's two choices. I mean, we did have the crushes uh, for a few years, 30 years ago, but it's nothing compared to what the Dolphins can offer, especially with that massive, massive amount of money that they, ha- that they have to offer. Yeah, they do. But Herbie, that, that's, that's a big loss, I think. Um, you know, we, we've, we've seen him grow over the last couple of years, played the World Cup last year for England, was one of uh, Brisbane's best through oh, the whole last year, albeit, you know, yeah. picked up a, 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 what was it, bicep injury? Bicep injury picked yeah, up. Yeah, something like that. that is, yeah. um, but he, so was one, he was one of England's best. He was. Yeah. He was. 
So what I, I know you text me during the week saying they've now got full fullbacks from next year. Yeah. If you so, count Herbie as a fullback. Okay. So how would well, I mean, why would he sign why would he sign for the Dolphins if it wasn't for the fact to play fullback, whereas apparently his preferred position. So how would you feel like you're first of all, you've got you are the number one signing uh, for the, or well, I'm probably one of the biggest signings, Jermaine Asako for the Dolphins, right? Hey, Jermaine, here's fullback position for you, bro. Oh, yep, sweet ass, sweet ass. A couple of weeks later, oh, uh, Tessie New, we've signed Tessie New. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. The Tessie slowest, fast man s- in NRL. Yeah, more of a center. Oh, actually, he, actually, he's playing for the Broncos. He's playing fullback. Oh, okay, no, that's cool, that's cool, that's cool. And then. Three months later, six months later, they're on the hammer. Uh, the hammer plays fullback. The the <laughs> hammer can't make it fullback at the Cowboys because a S- Scotty Drinkwater, Drinky, um, I love Drinky by the way, and the player. Um, <laughs> I love, <laughs> I love Scotty Drinkwater. So all of a sudden there's three, and Jermaine like is like, oh shit, man. I, okay, well I'm gonna play fullback. Well, how am I gonna play fullback? And then, oh, we're going to sign Herbie Farnworth, who's come out and said, I want to play fullback. So all of a sudden, Jermaine Asako's like, uh, I'm going to have to play wing. Oh, lucky I can kick. And then all of a sudden, there's uh, Sean O'Sullivan, who can also kick. And um, Milford, who can also kick. And Milford's not going to be playing in the 13. Probably Katoa, yeah, who can also <laughs> kick. Uh, so now Milford... and. And I know this is a Broncos podcast, but um, Milford is like the key signing or the marquee signing, and will be definitely unless something happens, some something dramatic happens. Milford will be playing reserve grade. What a what a fall of grace for the poor bastard. I don't think Milford is on the team sheet on Tuesday. No, I can't see it either. Oh, what you mean first grade? No, no, I don't. I don't think he's on on the. The no, when teams get released on Tuesday, I don't think he's on the sheet. Oh, agreed. Any, anyway. Now, so that's Herbie. And then today. Herb, Herbie, beep, beep. Yeah, today, this afternoon. Um, Flegler. Thomas Gone. Flegler. And, gee, he played some great footy last year. Middle of the year. At the start of the year, he was still dropping the ball and making mistakes and giving penalties away. But, geez, when he started playing Origin... Something clicked, um, and he was one of our best at the end, towards the end of the year. Yeah. So, what is it then? Is it that we don't have the cap room, or they well, apparently didn't want him. Um, I don't think they didn't want them. Uh, I mean, we have a plethora of outside backs. Um, yeah, but Herbie Farnworth is is uh, up yeah, there I, a, 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 yeah. as an elite player. Okay, you bring Jesse Arthur's in. I know it's a different position, but man, Jesse was like one of the best last week. Um, but uh, apparently with the Dolphins, they signed Flegler to. Are you sitting down? Eight hundred grand a season. Shit. Uh, I know you've got that uh, shitty moustache now, 
and that may, your your moustache may have fallen off the top of your lip there. <laughs> but eight hundred grand a year? What? Yeah, that's for a, a Ford. That's a lot of money. That's and that's 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 a lot of money. Still don't know what that, the cap that's is. That's quality though. halfback money. Mm, still don't know what we, the yeah, cap is. And like that's the crazy thing, right? We don't know what the cap is. So what if the cap comes in at twenty five million? All of a sudden, eight hundred sounds <laughs> sounds <Cheap>. shit house. <laughs> but at the moment, that's all you can sign the person at, right? Yeah, eight hundred, and he signed for three years at eight hundred. I think whoever has reported that has got their one hand on their uh, their old fellow there having a go. But well, the the good thing to come out of this is that it's done before the season starts. So the, there's not mm. going to be any any you know his Herbie staying, his Herbie going, and all that type of jazz. We 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 know he's gone. Yeah. Um, we play out the season and then he he goes. So there's there are no distractions now. For the rest of this year, do you think that those two signings had an impact on the lack of news about Kevy Walters signing on for two years? Because I don't think it's been official yet, and they wanted to get that out before the season started. So, do you think they're delaying that that um, that announcement with Kevy? Or I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm trying not to think about it. Trying to avoid <laughs> it. Just hoping. Hoping that the, if if I if I don't acknowledge it, then it hasn't happened or won't mm. happen. Mm. And again, I I I I, I wish Kevy the best. Yeah, we we all um, want. I I, I I I want him to succeed because if yep. he is if he succeeds, the Broncos succeed. But I, yep. I I'm not convinced that he's the the long term. Well, look, I, I don't have a problem with signing Kevy to a two-year deal, but I have a problem with signing Kevy to a two-year deal when a a ball hasn't even been kicked. Um, you know. Yeah, so I'm going to say I've got a massive six, problem eight, with he, ten weeks. Yeah, I've got a massive problem with him being signed to a two-year deal for all the reasons that you've just given, and for the reason I gave a couple of weeks ago. There are another sixteen teams. Not one of them are picking up the phone to him right now, saying, mm. "Hey, Kevy, yep. can, can you come and be our head coach?" Yep, yep. So, I don't know. I I just can't understand why it has to be now. Um, are they trying to build stability into the team to start with? Fuck, man. Like, if that if that's the case, then they they really need to go back and talk to Selwyn Cobo about his comments. You know. Is Kevy the right person for the team? And also, we haven't talked about this uh, uh, before Before jumping online uh, as well, is what uh, some more comments came out about Selwyn Cobbo from his uh, podcast last year. Wasn't on this podcast. Let me just, let me just make it nice and clear. <laughs> it wasn't on our podcast. And to be fair, I can't see a Broncos, a current Broncos player coming onto our podcast because... <laughs> We keep it reals, y'all. We keep it reals. But Selwyn Cobo came out at the end of last year and called Luai a grub. Did you, well, did just, you that's see just this? A, yeah, but that's just a statement of fact. <laughs> <laughs> well, so if you didn't didn't if you don't know what I'm talking about, um, Luai at the end of uh, uh, during the Origin, the third set of Origin. 
He uh, Selwyn Cobo got smashed in like the first three or four minutes. He hit um, Patrick Carrigan's hip by the by my memory, and he was knocked out cold. And and uh, Jerome Luai was sort of giving it to him, you know. And then uh, Cobo came out and called him a grub, and it was a grubby act. But to be fair, Luai didn't realise that he was knocked out, so I understand that. And I mean, if 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 Selwyn Cobo had a manager with him, and and that question was asked, the manager should turn around and go, "Don't fucking say anything," you know, like who lets a twenty-year-old walk around just talking off the cuff? You know, I just who who is who is letting letting these guys just say whatever they want? I don't have an that's issue our, with that's it. Our, that's our job. I actually don't have an issue with it. I don't have an issue with it. I don't. Qu- I, I actually like it. He got asked a question. Um, I, I actually haven't listened to the podcast. Now, now that he... I, I wouldn't mind going back and having a listen to it to see the context. But uh, mm. from the from the transcript that I read, it was, you know, he called him... He called... He, well, he straight up called him a grub in reference to that act. And as yep. I said right at the start, I, I actually think it was a grubby act. Um, I think... Luai does have a fair amount of grub in his game, um, so it's he's just stating what he thinks of him as a as a as a player. I'm I'm sure that he's not, you know, referencing him off the field. He's probably spent a little bit of time with him. Um, they all spend time together. They all know each yeah. other outside off off the football field these days. Um, but as a as a player, Luai does have that streak in him. So so can we put no a pencil? It. Can we put a pencil through Jerome Luai as a special guest on our podcast? Probably. <laughs> if you, the fact that you called him a grub. I didn't call him a grub. I said he has it in his game. Uh-huh. And I said that I said that Cobbo calling him a grub was a statement of fact. So maybe I did call him a grub. <laughs> well, it's that whole uh, Nathan Highmarsh versus McGinnis. Yeah. 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 Uh, and you are Nathan Highmarsh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, although you don't have the same hair. Now, um, the same moustache. <laughs> now, let's um, let's change gears because this is a Broncos podcast, right? For the moment. Uh, we Broncos have locked in their playing roster for 2023. So there's, there's 28 players and they've got four development players. Uh, so there's still two spots free for their top 30. Do mm. they bring? Do they bring those and the the four de- development players? Do they bring any of those four up into their top thirty? Because as a development player, you can't play until I think it's round eleven, middle of May. You can't play a game if you're a development player until that sort of time. So, do they bring those to win, or are they keeping two spots free for a possible? mid-year shift, uh, you know, a, a, a signing that will change clubs straight away? What do you think? Yeah, I I don't know. I, I would have liked to have seen... It wouldn't surprise me if Saylor gets upgraded. Um, I just think he's formed through the trials. I thought he played pretty well. Um, it'd be good just to have a little bit more coverage, certainly for... Um, I don't think I don't like, and you, I'm sure you're going to talk to this. I, whilst I I thought Cobo played well at fullback last week, 
I'd much prefer to see a um, someone else to be able to slot in at one should Bruce Walsh mm. not be able to play. Uh, just to keep the, the wing three quarters intact week to week. Um, yeah. Moving Cobbo, you know, you touched on it last week, moving Cobbo from wing back to fullback. He hasn't played a, tr- he hasn't played a single game for the Bronx this year um, on the wing. So they really need to be able to tighten up you know, with defense, defensive structure, uh, who's the man on the inside, who's the man on the outside. So it'd be good to see Cobbo playing week in, week out, out on that wing. So providing some cover for Walsh at fullback, I would have thought would be the right move. I Agreed. Agreed. Yes, I did talk about uh, Cobbo playing fullback last week. I just... I still, I still struggle to understand the logic behind Cobo playing. Like, there are, there are reports that Reese Walsh won't play round one. Um, and they're going to play Cobo at fullback. Mm. But then, you know, I, I've never been a fan of of weakening one, one position to strengthen another. I mean, the whole reason we have a 30-man st- squad, reserve players, Q-cup players, is to fill that gap of that position not to switch Cobo who may be a fullback into the fullback position yeah if you're going to do that put Herbie Farnworth in there and then start playing a center to uh, who who's going to replace Herbie Farnworth next year yeah well now that um, you now that you say that maybe maybe that actually played into Herbie's thinking over the course of the last week because they had an opportunity. They had a, they had an opportunity True. to slot someone back at fullback mm. uh, when Reese Walsh had the had the cheekbone injury in that last trial game, and rather than giving Farnworth a crack back there, they have dropped Cobo back there. So maybe Farnworth's gone. Oh, have, have we have we got a um, scoop? Have we scooped? <laughs> Is Buzz going to call just, us for a scoop? Just yeah, uh, Chris and uh, uh, <laughs> I've got a bit of a scoop. Uh, I, I'm just putting two and two together. I just look at it and go, Farnworth is on record as saying that he wants to have a crack at fullback. He mm. didn't obviously get that chance. Has that played into his thinking? I can't see a deal getting done in a week. Um, but, mm. you know, they've obviously already been talking with the Dolphins. That may have played into it. And no doubt Wayne Bennett would have been on the phone to him after Cobo got dropped back to fullback and gone, fucking told you, mate. 100%. They've yeah. got zero interest in playing you at fullback. Yeah, I tell you another interesting one is the fact that Tyson Smoothie is a development player, and he's not in the top twenty-eight. Whereas, top thirty, yeah. Well, your top thirty, yeah, which is yep. a twenty-eight, <coughs> as I said. Uh, and so, I mean, so there's a hooking. The biggest issue. And if you have, if this is your first episode that you're listening to us, we have an issue with hookers. Not those hookers. We don't have an issue with those hookers. We have no issue with those hookers. You do what you want. It's a free country. Cash <laughs> is king. But we <laughs> we have an issue with the playing players hookers. Uh, number nine for the Broncos. So you've got, we have four possible hookers. Four possible number nines for the Broncos, right? 
and one of them is a development player, which means he can't play until round 11. Unless uh, they upgrade so him. Unless they upgrade him, which there are two free spots, right? Uh, yeah. uh, like, I would like to see that because you've got Billy Walters, who actually played well in the last game. And for those who think that we, we are hating on Billy Walters, we're not at all. We just think he's not a hooker. Um, yeah. But he will Corey be picked Pakes, at nine on Tuesday. 100% he will, yeah. yeah. And he played better than Corey Pakes, to be yeah. fair. Billy Walters was the best. Um, however, you know, you, you've you also got, like in the development squad, Tyson Smoothie, who was a great hooker, an, a like, genuine hooker. Who can play genuine hooker? Who can play genuine hooker role? Yeah. Um, and and you've got Blake Moser who's coming through. Last week, he had a whale of a game. The last twenty minutes when he was on. I mean, if you're looking for a crisp pass to to your playmaker, it's it's Blake Moser. Um, and like that half a second it takes from to catch it to catch the ball from your shoulder to your chest to to start playing that is massive and Blake Moser was like was hitting the target each and every time but uh, Cor- uh um Corey Pakes and Billy Walters that's that's a part of the game that they're not they're not great at and that is a no. massive part of the game a part of their role yeah so and I don't want to keep harping on the hookers man because we talk about it each week but it is such a pivotal role and it's such a pivotal area for the Broncos where we're going to lose. Yep. Um, anyway, sorry for those who who are sick and tired of hearing about the <laughs> hooker problems, but, <laughs> you know, God. I, I hear, I, I listen to other podcasts and that is, that is like one of the number one things they talk about the Broncos. We don't have a number nine, a recognized number nine. We've got a fantastic fullback coming through. I mean, we're like 12 of them. We've got a fantastic seven and an up-and-coming six. But a nine, we're missing. We're missing a genuine nine. Well, we spoke about this during the week, though. So, um, Corey Pakes re-signed um, during the week. Mm. And I think, I think what that says to me is that they probably think Blake Mozart is still a year or two um, away. Uh, oh, look, I, I understand that because he's he's still eighteen. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he will. He should and will be if we keep him. Because we have let a, I don't know if you've heard of this hooker, Cameron Smith. We let him go. Yeah, and Harry Grant. We yeah. let him go too. Anyway. Not that I'm bitter. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, sorry, keep going. Well, so Corey Pakes re-signed for, for another couple of years. So they obviously think that, you know, Blake Mozart's a couple of years away. It wouldn't surprise me if at some point during the year, Pakes picks, takes on the number nine um, role at some point, away from Billy Walters. And... Um, and then into next year, say, all of a sudden we've got Pakes and Mozart. Um, and that gives Mozart another 12 sure. months to, to, to develop. 
what happens round 10 round 12 round 14 we are we have won eight of our four to four uh, eight wins and four losses what do you do there do you do you keep playing the same Blake Moser on you know on the on the well, top I think 30 you have to. or I I I I think you have to and and it depends it depends what those games look like but I I think you know w- that they'll pick a team on Tuesday to obviously play the Panthers down in Penrith and I think you have to continue to pick the team on form so if mm. we if we want if we're 8 and 4 um come week 12 week 13 I think we've got to buy in the first 12 weeks if we're if we're 8 8 and 4 after you know, twelve games, then the the team's obviously in form. So mm. you, you've 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 got to keep you've got to keep picking it. Um, and if that means that Billy Walters is is still the number nine because he's been playing well and you know yep. shoring up the middle and d- middle of defence and taking runs from acting half and getting the team on the front foot, then you keep playing Billy Walters at nine. Look, I wouldn't have a problem with Billy Walters playing nine as long as as long as you know we're winning. That is yep. all we want. Well, that's we the, just that's want the big to thing. get back to winning. That's the big thing. Um. So, let's let's change gears again, uh, because there's no game this week. We we you know there's nothing for us to review. However, we have our top eight predictions for this year yeah now we have yeah so we touched on this a couple of weeks ago we i think in our very first episode we we threw out there what our who our premiership winner was and who our wooden spoon was um and whilst we did it we we've it was before the season there weren't any trials Mm -hmm. we thought you know this week with no game on Let's actually have a look at it and, and, and do it properly. Has your premiership winner changed, Shane? No. No. Right. No. So I am still going. So my premiership winner is still the Dolphins. Oh, I mean, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> wrong one. Sorry. My, <laughs> my premiership winner is honestly still the Roosters. You look at their back line. Fuck me. Like, you have... Joey Manu, one of the best. I can, I know he, if he signed with the Broncos, he will play fullback. Sorry, Reese Walsh. I love you, Reese Walsh. But Joey Manu, I mean, I've got a full chub for, for Joey Manu. It's not even half, it is full mast. Um, Joey Manu, his good looks, his charm, the big toothy smile. I'm, I'm all in. What were we talking about? Uh, yeah, the Roosters, mate. The Roosters. I just, I think, I think with the addition with Brendan Smith, I know this is a Broncos podcast, but just give us a bit of leeway here. I think Brendan Smith is the glue, but I don't think they'll start firing until maybe like round 10. They never do. Um, they the the Robinson's teams, Robinson's teams, and he was on. I, I remember watching an interview with him last year when he he was talking about, and he's so methodical in his when he talks about processes and you know where he wants to see improvements every week and where they want to 
the where he wants the team to be each week. And as long as they're hitting those markers, he's mm. fine. And mm. they they just build. So they they could they could start the season five and zero, but they probably yep. won't be. They, they won't be playing anywhere near the football in week five that they will be playing in week twenty four. Um, well, that's look, just that's just not the way the Roosters play. This is how much I think the Roosters will will win the Premiership. I've put a thousand bucks on. Sorry, a hundred. Sorry, I, <laughs> I, I can't. Uh, I can't count. A hundred bucks on the Roosters winning, winning the Premiership. I think they're paying six dollars fifty something. Nice. Like um, I think that's a great bet. Yep. Hundred bucks. You look at you look at their one to seventeen. Not even the one to seventeen. They're one to thirty. They are. They are, their depth, um, as long, I, I have two things I need. One, Luke Keary has to play. He has to be fit. Uh, if he's not playing in fit, then Roosters are in trouble. And they need Victor Radley. Without those two players, uh, I think Victor has a, um, has a massive role to play. And if he stays fit and, and, and injury-free... Then he's a big connector, you know. Uh, uh, he he's he is the glue there. And yep. Luke Kiry, he must be what thirty one, thirty two now. Um, Sam Walker is great, and uh, as a Broncos uh, fan, God damn, how do we lose him? But yeah, I just I, I think the Roosters at six dollars fifty are uh, yeah, they're a hundred dollars so for me. I've um oh I had should we point sorry one hundred U uh, Australian dollars almost said US dollars <laughs> uh, one hundred Australian dollars because oh my god we have international <laughs> listeners I can't believe it either can you believe it we have international it's not even like New Zealand and Fiji and whatever we have few expats few expats getting their Broncos fix hundred percent yeah well yeah. we both. Both of us lived overseas and we both, you know, tried to get as much content. And like, I lived in Korea for two years in 2004 to 2006, right? So this was be way before, and you were in, in the UK around that sort of same time. Yeah. And uh, there was, you know, nothing like there is now. There's no you, podcast. You couldn't get it. No, you couldn't get it. You couldn't get it, yeah. And I would wait. Um, I used to listen to, and sorry, watch this Optus TV show with Freddie Fittler. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the com- commentators, I can't remember who it was, and that was my only outlet for rugby league news. Yeah. Um, and uh, so now, podcasts like we have listeners around the around the globe. I I just I uh, I can't believe it. So if which you're is, listening, which is unreal. If if you're listening outside of Australia, please 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 send us a message. We would love we'd love the feedback. And I and I can see that you're that uh, a couple of you are watching. Or, or sorry, listening to every single episode. Um, so yeah, give us a shout out. We, oh man, we would love it. Yeah. That's anyway. Back to uh, the Roosters winning the premiership. So I had the Panthers in Just our very first episode. Yeah, uh-huh. and you know what? I'm actually I've changed it. Oh, because of the the. Result over the weekend? With the, no, the, not uh, not because of the result. Well, a, a little... Uh, n- no, not yes because no. of the result. I think that... Look, th- that they'll be there, thereabouts. And it wouldn't surprise me if they do win it. 
Um, but it was going to be the easy pick. I've actually gone the Rabbitohs um, to, to win the whole thing. And I've got no idea why, but I've just done it. But the, the reason I haven't gone the Panthers is I th- the, the two players that they are going to miss most, oh, yeah, Appy and Kikau. And I, I, I just think, I think Luai, I don't think Luai will play Origin this year. Um, I Whoa. think his I think his spot will get taken because I just think I'm I'm not convinced that he will have a great season without having um, Kikau running off him mm. and uh, without the 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 quick service that um, Appy's going to give the the rest of the team. So Shit, I scoop. So I've I've gone Rabbitohs. For for the premiership, for my spoon, um, yep. I'm staying with the Dolphins. I just can't see the Dolphins. Uh, you're off your head, mate. Winning Honestly, you're off your head. I can't see the Dolphins winning enough games. No. You're off your head. I, I tell you what, the Dolphins will do. The Dolphins will finish ten or twelve. Mm-mm. I think you're fucking wrong. <laughs> you're having a mini stroke I think, there. I think, I think you're wrong. <laughs> Uh, well, look, <laughs> I have unfortunately I haven't changed my spoon. I I kind of did, but then I went back. Um, I had Newcastle from the first episode, then I flipped to St George because God, they're just they haven't recruited well. Ben Hunt is is holding everybody with sticky tape, and it's not like really. Th- Thick or adhesive sticky tape either, <laughs> but I've gone back to. I've gone back to Newcastle mainly. Oh, so you're staying with the Knights? I am staying with the Knights mainly because. I love. Kalen Ponga and my son bases his whole footy career on Kalen Ponga as fullback. Right, he does a jump and turn like he loves Kalen Ponga, and I love Kalen Ponga, but. If there is a one man team, it's if there's one more t- one man team more than St George, it's Newcastle. And if Newcastle, if Kalen Ponga gets injured, and he probably will, Newcastle just I just can't see them. They've their recruitment has been fucking shit house, apart from Jackson Hastings. But I just I, honestly I, I I hope I'm wrong. Really, I hope I'm wrong because I love Kalen Ponga. And uh, if Kalen Ponga is playing Queensland Maroon, Kalen Ponga, then they can win the premiership. But he's got no one around him. He doesn't he's got have nobody around him. Around him. He doesn't and have anyone around him. You cannot carry... I mean, your shoulders have to be fucking Jason Tamalolo size to carry that team. Yeah. And Kalen Ponga is like 82 kilos ringing wet. Well, um, you've got the Knights to finish Wooden Spoon. Uh, We're also doing yeah. first coach sacked, who <laughs> our prediction is. I've I've got Adam O'Brien. Oh, me too. <laughs> me too. Because of all the reasons, so, all the reasons that you've just given. Now, look, yeah. I still think the Dolphins are going to take the Wooden Spoon. Um Bro, Wayne Bennett. Wa- 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 Wayne, Bennett. Wayne Bennett's not getting sacked. 
Wayne Bennett's not getting Wayne sacked. Bennett is probably more secure than Craig Bellamy. Um, Adam O'Brien, him, I, I th- for me, it was down between two, and these two aren't going to surprise anyone. Adam O'Brien and Justin Holbrook. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, had I both, think yeah. I think the Titans. I think uh, ju- I think it is a very tight finish. Very tight, and I'm I think, and this we haven't actually done this. I think it'll be before week ten. Yeah, you've said week six. Yeah, week six. <laughs> week six. Hundred percent. Well, yeah, fuck yeah, it. Yeah. Why not the ke- the Kevy rule? Yeah, the Kevy rule. Yeah, the Kevy so rule. My week son six, Adam has- O'Brien. My son has six weeks to score 16 tries or I'm fucking <laughs> cutting him from the team. That's, oh, he just heard it. That is that is a six-week six Kevy rule. But yeah. apparently Kevy has now got a two-year, six-week six rule. So, yeah, yeah. I, look, um, I think, you know what is really hard is picking the top eight. Honestly. Um, I struggled with this. So are we going to go straight to our top eight or do you want to do... Let's do top eight and then we'll finish off with our oh, really Broncos medal this, winners. Because I struggle with the top eight in the fact that I think there's only four teams who can't make the eight. Top Four, uh, four teams who, who, who can't, who definitely will not make the eight. And when I say definitely not make the eight, uh... 115% can't make the eight. No, no, no. That's Who will really struggle to make the eight. I mean, well, you look at the Cowboys, right? Every team wants to be the Cowboys of 2023. But I'm going to say the Titans can't make the eight. I'm going to say Newcastle, St. George cannot make the eight. Bulldogs cannot make the eight. So you put yeah. the Bulldogs yes, I did. ahead of the Dolphins. In not making the eight. Yep. So you think the Dolphins have more chance of making the eight yep. than the Bulldogs? Yep. Uh, I, you've got to stop drinking. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> that's actually ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I think. I think the Bulldogs are going to go close. Nah. I've got I, the Bulldogs I, finishing... Finishing twelve to four, twelve to seventeen. I th- I think the Bulldogs will go close. The 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 team, the three teams, the three teams that I had right on the edge, and I just I couldn't I couldn't get them in can unless I, can I did I something them? stupid, which I very nearly did. Go on, Canberra. Yep. Well, Bulldogs. Yep. Um. I'm gonna go Manly. Uh, no. Did you forget about Manly or no? I've actually got Manly in my. Who, well, well, thanks for coming, guys. Um, it's been a great podcast, <laughs> great episode. Uh, who's your third? Who's the third there? Um, well, the who's Tigers. the third? No, the Eels. Jesus, mate. Okay, I don't have the Eels in my eight. Whoa, okay. Wow. Well, you've just pissed off a million bloody uh, <laughs> Parramatta fans. Well, they don't listen to the podcast. The podcast well, they do now. Podcast. I'll I'll be hashtagging. <laughs> so, I've got the I've got I've got Manly sneaking in at 8. All right, well, let, let's let's go straight to your top 8 then. All let's right. not beat around the bush. I've got What's Manly sneaking in. 
Hold on, let's go. Are we going one to eight? Let's go. I'm one gonna to go. Eight. I'm, I'm gonna go eight to, eight to one. I'm gonna go eight Ooh. to one. Mm. I'm gonna go eight to one. So I've got mm. I've got Manly sneaking in in eighth. Okay. I've got the Storm in seven. I've I was so close to leaving the Storm out of the eight. So close. Because I don't uh, know how. I don't know how you can lose. Look at their Bre- spine. Just hold up, hold up. I don't know how you can... Well, okay, let's talk about that. So, I don't know how you can lose um, the Bromwich brothers, Kafusi and Brandon Smith from your team and Pappenhausen probably isn't going to play for the first couple of months. Mm-hmm. I don't know how... I, 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 how can you take that out of any team... Okay, is is this and just is this your first year of following rugby league? Because I, I'm Melbourne aware Storm how they do it. I get it, it. For, for twenty years, man. Yeah, but I just, I just, at some point, it's not going to happen ag- anymore. It so anyway, I've got okay. Well, I've okay. got the Storm sneaking in at seven. I've yep. got uh, the Sharks at six. Mm-hmm. Cowboys at five. Okay. I've got the Broncos at four. I've, I've got Shit, the Rabbitohs at three, yeah. Panthers at two, and the Roosters at one. Mm, okay. And the Rabbitohs right. will win the whole thing from three. Right, okay. Well, sucks for you. Now, mine is very similar. Uh, finishing at eighth is the Dolphins. No, I'm just kidding. Now, uh, I f- <laughs> Coming in at eighth is the North Queensland Cowboys. I think they're going to struggle a little bit this year. I think they'll struggle. They'll definitely make the eight. I think they'll struggle at struggle. Um, I think they'll uh, last year was a surprise packet, and I think uh, a lot of teams will work out a plan on on, on how to beat the like Nanai and um, and that sort of the way that Nanai plays and um, didn't. Yeah. Anyway, number seven, I've got the Cronulla Sharks. Sharkies. Uh, again, I think they'll struggle a little bit, depending on, on what team turns up. If it's a team or if it's a team of individuals, I think we'll, we'll see. Uh, Broncos coming at number six. Yeah. Melbourne Storm coming at fifth. The Rabbitohs coming in at fourth. Good news is top four means that they can win. All right. Parramatta Eels finishing third. Roosters finishing second and Penrith finishing first. But, of course, my ro- the Roosters, my Bondi boys, my Botany, uh, Botany Bondi boys finishing as the premiership winners. So who do you have it for? The Rabbits. Uh, rabbits, yep. Rabbitos. So after all the stick that you've just given me... You still have the storm finishing outside the top four at five, <laughs> and I had them two yeah. places lo- two places lower. Sorry, yeah, I had them one, two, three, four. Yeah, two places yeah, lower. Yeah, um, and I'm the dickhead. Well, you said it. Now, um, <laughs> you know what? I also put a hundred bucks on Newcastle finishing as the wooden spooners too. By the way, yeah. I'm not a huge betting. I'm not. I'm not huge into betting. Uh, but over the last couple of years, I've got a I like, like seven hundred bucks in my uh, account, which I started with a hundred. So um, 
Well, now I've got none, but anyway. <laughs> so I've got 100 bucks on the on uh, Newcastle finishing as the wooden spooners. Very good. Uh, now let's get back to... Let's, let's switch to uh, bold prediction. Before we get into the Broncos area, what's your bold prediction? Well, season 2023. My bold prediction is coming out of my top eight. I think the Eels slip out. Mm. I, 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 I don't think the Eels play finals football. I think they overachieved last year. I really think they overachieved making making it through to um, to the GF. I I they, they played some amazing football. They played some fantastic football. I just think they overachieved. I think they're going to slip out this year. Well, the yeah, the Cowboys were unlucky not to win. Unlucky not. To, well, look, you could go, you could throw it all the way back to the Sharks. You know, Cowboys beating the Sharks by one point, and then the uh, Eels beating the Cowboys. Um, so it could have easily have been Sharks or Cowboys in the grand final. So maybe you, maybe you're right. So the Eels, the Eels have got this year. They've got three fa- five day turnarounds. So playing on Sunday, then backing up a, on, on a on a Friday. Um, they've got. Uh, they play 11 games against top eight opponents from last year. So they've got the fifth fifth most... This is based on the 2022 um, finishing places. They've got the fifth most difficult schedule this year. Um, now, that goes against everything that I've said because I've actually got the Sea Eagles who have got a more difficult uh, schedule and the Broncos who also have a more difficult schedule ahead of them. But... I just think the Eels overachieved. I think there might be a bit of a hangover there um, from from losing last year. And mm. I, I, it would not surprise me to see them slip out of the eight, which is why I don't have them in there. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I can definitely see how that could happen. And even though I've got them at third, last year they were, <laughs> I mean, in every year, they are, they are just just not consistent. They're not consistent, and that they are an injury to a Moses or a Gutherson away from not just missing the eight, but having a shit year. Um, yeah, and they obviously they they lost Reed Marnie as well. Um, huge loss, which Absolutely is a, which is a huge. massive which is a massive out. Junior um, Yeah, so I I just. I I think they might struggle this year. So that's my bold prediction. The Eels, Eels falling out of the eight from grand final well, to, to outside the eight. Well, my bold prediction is uh, them finishing third. But no, <laughs> uh, my <laughs> my bold prediction uh, is Anthony Seabold to win coach of the year. Yep. I can see it happening. Well, jeez. Well, um, I mean, we're not haters, right? We're not a we're not a couple of haters. However, <clears throat> and <laughs> would Anthony Seabold be welcome back to Brisbane? No, Brisbane City. No, not Brisbane Broncos. <laughs> uh, I mean, like it looks. I think the job was too like, soon for him. Yeah, I think the job like was too soon for him, and the fact that he he jumped ship from South to come up here. Yeah, I think he 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 tried too hard. To do it his way, or the highway kind of thing, mm. 
but he's obviously grown a hell of a lot. He's worked under some amazing yep. people since he's been yep. gone. The way that Manly looked in the first two trial, and I know it's only two trial games, right? Like I understand that, but geez, they looked they looked so gelled. And they look I, good. And, uh, yeah, if you can't you, you can't see me, but I move my arms like I'm like I'm playing footy. Like they just look so. Um, just running off the same sheet, you know. Yeah. Turbo, um, when he, when he and he, and Jake t- t- uh, chime in, I mean DC didn't even play, mate. Didn't even play. DC's coming into play. Oh, I just they look good. Yeah, they, they do look, look good. They look settled and they looked happy and uh, refreshed. So maybe Desi had them under the thumb. But surely Desi's not that sort of coach. He looks like a real free and uh, and relaxed coach, right? So you've got so you've got um, Seabold winning coach of the year. Yes, and Manly out of your eight. Yep. Interesting. Doesn't make sense. Yep. No. But it, I mean, they well, could, they, could they, they could overachieve and come ninth. Who knows? Where yep. did they finish last yeah. year? Uh, they're they're a top. No, they weren't top eight. No, they weren't top eight. Uh, they weren't top eight. Look, oh, who knows? You know what? I'm a I'm a, I'm a Broncos fan rather than an NRL expert. So if anybody is expecting, they came not. They came eleventh last year. They came eleventh. Okay, well, fair call. Fair call. I'd be uh, surprised. Uh, look, I'd actually. It won't surprise me to see Seabold get coach of the year, but I think that's off the back of them finishing top eight. Yeah, look, and I'm okay with my top eight. I'm okay with with Manly slipping in somewhere as long as the Broncos are in the top eight. Yep. Uh, but out of my top eight, I just maybe the Eels. I mean, they jeez, oh, where do you put? This is where I had a had. Uh, this is where I struggled with the top eight. I mean, like I had to have the Broncos in the top eight. Otherwise, this is uh, a podcast that'll be, you know, five minutes long. But. Um, uh, I just, jeez, oh, who do you take out of that eight? The Honestly, Eels. who do you take out of that eight? Oh, okay. The Eels, or do you swap them with Manly? Well, that's what I did. So, yes. <laughs> okay. <well. laughs> okay. You've got to remember, so Parramatta last okay. year. Well, you have to Parramatta, remember, Parramatta finished, gra- it was in the grand final, I mean, got smashed. Oh, they right? were in the grand final, but they were only, they were they were two wins Above the Raiders, who finished eighth. Yes, but Parramatta still finished fourth. Yeah, understand that. I get it. Anyway, we, we could talk about this all day. All right, well, I've, I don't have that long, but I've got a spare <laughs> three hours. So all we right. thought, we, are we going to do our, our Broncos Player of the Year awards? Yep. I'll so go first Paul, then, eh? So we've got we've got best back, best forward, and then our mm-hmm. Paul Morgan medal winner. Who have yep. you got? A, who, who's your best back? Oh, mate, the the kid with lashes, lashes until until uh, at least September. Reese Walsh. Uh, who do you have your as your best back? So I had Walsh, but then I went. That's an easy choice, and I. I'm well, that's so, why I'm, I made it. Yeah, I've I've actually gone Herbie. 
Herbie I've gone Herbie. Full, full, full year, hopefully uh-huh. injury-free. Um, if he's if he's p- winning best back, I think Broncos are winning a lot of games. Are we talking like the best looking, you know, like <laughs> physical back, as in like tattoos and stuff, or yeah. the 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 best one? Best to performed, fight? best and fairest, best back. Right. Okay. Well, let me change my mind then. Uh, <laughs> I am Reese Walsh. Yeah. I'm back. Yet. Yeah. I'm back, baby. Yeah, no, definitely Reese Walsh at the back there. I think he's going to have a smashing year. W- will he be origin fullback? No. Over, oh, over Kellen Ponga? No. Who's playing 5-8? Yeah, good point, but no. Mm. Anyway, that'll be in a few months when we talk about the origin because I can't wait. <laughs> we haven't even started round one and I can't wait for origin, mate. Oh, God, I love Origin. All right. Uh, okay, that's cool. And who is your forward? Patrick Carrigan. Oh, come on, man. you got to think outside the square. Nope. Patrick that's Carrigan. That's who I've got too. He's yeah, going to play, he'll play a full year and he's going to uh, win the Paul Morgan medal as well. Uh, get him up here on a buff him. He, he'll win the Paul Morgan medal. That's his. The moustache, the long hair, the uh, the charisma. Yeah. He's got it all, baby. And it, look, I said last week, but uh, if he also wants to have my kids, oh, I'm down, baby. <laughs> I am down. Yeah, he, he's got, yeah. And you've got him as a, uh, Paul Morgan? I do. Uh, actually, I've got Reese Walsh. So there we go. As my Paul Morgan. But I, uh, I, he, he is a testicle hair away from Patrick Her- Carrigan winning, so... Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a close, close run year, and I, I, I really hope. Uh, I hope you could. You have to throw a blanket over quite a few of them mm. at the end of the year because they've all just ballsed out and played yep. unreal football to Broncos top four finish, and we win the grand final. I just, yeah. Uh, are we talking a nudie run? What's what what's, what's a fail? What's a failed season? Jeez. Uh, oh, okay, failed season. If I was Kevin Walters, are you talking? No, as 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 Shane, looking at the season, what's a what's a failure okay, for uh, you? Okay. No top eight. That's a failed season for me. But f- as of Kevin Walters, top four. If I don't make top four, it, 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 okay. So if I'm Ben Iken, um, one, I'd have something to eat, fucking sandwich or a hamburger or something. <laughs> Benny, come on, mate. But if I'm Ben Iken, then I'm I'm expecting a top four finish. And yeah. if it's not a top four finish, then I'm having a chat to Kev. They were top why four seven lose, weeks ago last year, eight weeks ago. Why did we lose Flegler and why did we lose Herbie? Yeah, that is that. That's the conversation I'll be having. Yeah, yeah. What about you? Um, I don't really care where they finish. If you were shaming, but, but they they have they have I to mean, get out of the first week of the finals. If it's one and right, done, okay. you may as well not make the top eight. Uh, that that's that's my view. So you're either finishing top four or you're winning first week of the finals. 
and if if you're Kevy, or if you're Ben Iken? Uh I think Kevy needs to make top. Well, it doesn't matter because they've just given him a fucking two year extension. So, like, oh, but but yeah. but if <laughs> if if, if I'm and see th- this this is why it's too soon. Mm. But for me, they have to they have to go beyond the first week of the finals. Why do we lock up coaches for more than a season if nobody is banging on the door to get you? Treat, uh, Trent, um, Trent Robertson, Ivan Cleary, Craig Bellamy. I get that. You sign those motherfuckers up for three to four, five, six, twelve years, right? But a guy like Kevy, who hasn't really done much... Um, why are we signing to twelve to two years? Why are we? Why not twelve months? Don't know. Why? Why Should are we signing up coaches? But we didn't sign him at all because he's got a contract <laughs> for the rest of this year. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I don't want to keep harping thought. on. It is a depressing <laughs> thought, but I want to keep harping on the fact that Kevy Walters. I love Kevy. Well, I love him. But is he the right choice for the Broncos? Now, let's move on to our mailbag. Now, Chrissy, do you have? Uh, did your mum reach out again this week, or uh, she did not? She That's she hasn't. I'm, I hope that doesn't mean that she's not listening anymore. But um, it was a surprise to get that first one from a truth be told. It was pretty cool. Now, but you've you've got somebody uh, in the Instagram sphere. Uh, who retweeted us? Uh, well, just mes- reached out on on Instagram. So uh, the Sporting Feast uh, podcast, which I think is a local Brisbane podcast, but covers all all manner of sports. Just um, just tagged, just reached out to us in in one of the snippets that they had for uh, for the Broncos uh, and and where they think they would finish in their big NRL roundup. So I ended up listening to their mm-hmm. podcast today. So. Awesome. Uh, if any of our listeners out there want to want to listen to something, you know, local Brisbane based, all sports, jump on the Sporting Feast. Uh, Where did they have uh, good, the good listen. finishing? Where uh, they top the eight. Finishing, by the way? Top, top eight. eight. Wow. Okay. Top eight. That's good. Yeah. I'll definitely give those guys a listen. <laughs> if they have not bottom eight, don't worry about them. Yeah. That's cool. Like uh, that's that's great. We we've we've been paid no money to mention it. Uh. We are open to money being uh, <laughs> mentioning it, but um, we also, a- as we said earlier, we have an international audience. We've got uh, we've got somebody in Belgium uh, listening to every single episode, so that is rock and roll. So if you are that listener in Belgium, man, just send us a message. We'd love to hear. We'll, we'll, we'll shout you out next episode. But we've got people from Thailand listening. Uh, Singapore, the US, Indonesia, France, India, Ireland, Netherlands. It's yeah, it's crazy. So yeah, give us a shout out if if, um, if you're in one of the one of those countries. We'd love. As we said, we we both lived overseas. We both lived overseas for for a few years, and we know the lack of rugby league content. Um, and uh, I did have a bit of feedback as well, Chrissy. Um, my son's footy team. One of the parents walked up to me and said, "Do you have? Are you running that Broncos podcast?" I'm like, "Uh, yeah." And he goes, "I love it. 
Because the fact that you guys are just, there's no agenda there. You just tell it like it is, you know, uh, and how raw it is. I'm like, oh, thanks. Thanks, dude. Uh, and he loved the fact that we don't pull any punches or, you know, I mean, there's it's, it's a very rare chance, very rare, very rare that we will have a Broncos player on. Just the fact that we, you know, we, we're not aligned to any, um, like if you look at guys like Paul Kent and, you know, the, um, Buzz, Rothfield, you know, they're employed by a newspaper, whereas we are doing it to... For free, off the back of our, you know, our, our thing. Remember, we spoke about this. Our, our big thing is we're fans, not journalists. We That's right. and we, we're, we're passionate about the Broncos. We want to see the Broncos do well, and when they don't do well, um, we want to point. F- we want to point fingers. Yeah, <laughs> and, well, and bitch and moan about why yeah. why they're not doing well. You know, we we just we're your two average fellas at the pub talking about the Broncos. That that is that is us. We're not. You know, we're not analysts. You know, we love the footy and we consume a lot of footy content. But we're just two guys who are passionate about the Broncos, want to see the Broncos win. Um, you know, we're, we're not able to, to, you know, make best mates with the players or the coaches. We're just telling it like it is. That's yep. why it's Broncos unfiltered. Yeah. You know, it's it's not, it's not uh, other podcasts where they may or may not be taking money or they've got an allegiance to the Broncos or the allegiance to the NRL or allegiance to um, one publication or not. Not yet, anyway. We're still open to offers. But at the moment, we're just uh, two fellas who just fucking love the Broncos. That's it. I think that's about it, isn't it, mate? For I think, um, I think that is it. You know, I can't wait for next round. I, I really... Uh, I've been watching been watching replays i've been watching the super league that's that's how much i'm looking forward to watching the broncos brisbane at penrith mm. brisbane at penrith huge game huge game huge. I, I i i can't wait i actually can't wait for all the week's games but obviously yep. can't wait for the broncos to play um well, let's so hope let, let's hope it uh it does start because there was talk about this bloody stupid um rugby league players association yeah which we haven't even touched, and we nah, we we it's not we, really we made we, yeah, well, and we we made a decision that we wouldn't go there unless, of yeah. course, it starts impacting on games. We just hope something yeah. gets done, and they yeah. play this week. Um, but can't yeah. wait. And we'll, all we'll we want is rugby league to start, and for us to make a million bucks. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Well, uh, thank you again, and. Make sure if you haven't subscribed, hit that subscribe button. Uh, tell your mates about it um, because we've actually we've tripled in numbers from our first uh, from the third episode. So this is our fifth episode. So we've tripled numbers, um, and we need more and more and more and more. So uh, if you love the podcast, make sure you tell your friends. If you hate it, well, fucking don't tell your friends about it because <laughs> um, they'd be your friends, right? So. Anyway, guys, uh, have a great week. And uh, next week, we will be discussing the Broncos' victory over the Panthers, baby. Yep. That wasn't Can't very wait. convincing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys. Ciao.